I said, my friends, don't dance. We just pull up our pants and do the rock away. Now lean back. 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 I said, my friends, don't dance. We just pull up our pants and do the, the rock away. Lean back. <laughs> lean back. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. Hello and welcome, everybody, to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast. Thank you. Thank you. We're just pulling up our pants, leaning back. Thank you. Throwing up our feet, pulling up our pants. Thank you. Leaning right on back. Thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. Thank Thank you. you. Okay, stop. Okay, that rose just hit me in the face. All right, enough. All right, enough. It's a long cheer track. Thank you. I'm not letting go. <laughs> the fart is still short. I had no idea it was this long. I think okay. that I did that strategically. We decide how long the crowd's going to cheer, That's you right. know? And if they're going to cheer all fucking day, it's in there all day. What's up, everybody? How's it going? What's happening? Ladies and germs. Yes. Dudes, uh, chicks. Let's get right into it right off the bat. I watched a movie last night. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I, I watched a movie because I thought it would be fun because I know you've already seen it and then I thought we would talk about it. It was called Pig with Nicolas Cage. Oof. And I was like, I'll watch this because I know we talked about last week. I, I said I was going to watch it. I'm looking for a pig. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this pig's like lost or something. <laughs> it was uh, jokes on us because there is nothing to say. About- it wasn't even like that. What you were sick of, like this fringe, over-the-top, Nick Cage, indie I would have loved over-the-top. It wasn't. It was just boring. It was like he's playing... Oh, they playing. snuck in like a, like a wannabe fight club for four minutes. I like when he goes fucking bananas, you know? That's worth <laughs> Uh And then there was... Um, even There was this movie I tried to watch for like five minutes, and it stunk. I, I shut it off. It was called... Uh, was it called Pig? No, I kept that one on, unfortunately, but it was called, it's another Nick Cage movie from like this year. It's called Prisoners of a Ghost Land or something. Right. Uh, was not feeling it, <clears throat> shut it off. And then of course, Dylan's drunk texting me the other night and he was like, dude, you got to watch it. I'm so I put, put it back on because uh, Nicolas Cage ends up shooting his own testicle off and okay. then he runs in a circle going ah, ah, like full Mandy freak out. You know, it's like, I need a full Mandy freak out. Yeah, and then I shut it off after the nut got blown off. Exactly, there was no nut blowing off. Recommendations Playing big <laughs> for these new Nick Cage movies ought to come with like a time code. Yeah, like tell tell me the one scene I'm supposed to jump to. Yeah, I thought like oh and this maybe will be I'll fun. check it out. We'll we'll no, pull I'm, that bit back up and go in for ten minutes. But it was just uh, I'm like over the um, there was nothing going on. Like it's hilarious what a bad Nick Cage movie it is. He's been doing it for like 10 years. Yeah, well, I'm over I, it. But now it's like in, in recent years. And honestly, I think it almost like got reignited with Mandy because Mandy was good, but it still had that <laughs> crazy. And then uh, have, hey, you seen, was just a good have you seen Color Out of Space? No. 
another just like wild fucking horror movie uh that it's like worth a watch for like it does but like for the for the big crazy fucking visual thing it's almost worth it to see how crazy they take it but yes and it's also worth it for nick cage who alternates between like psycho father yelling at his kids and then he starts doing this acting thing where he like literally turns into a valley girl like he just starts but it's what that's like him doing crazy well he was in valley girl but he's I think it was ah, his first movie uh-huh. but it's uh that's like even more worth a watch but it's same pocket uh, prisoners in a ghost land same pocket uh willie's wonderland winter whatever where the fuck that movie was where it's like him and a bunch of animatronics same pocket actually that he was kind of a cold like see, I've seen all these. That's a different. You've only seen the one, but like the last few years, there's been a big uptick in like oh that one with the what's it called tribal or something. It's where he's tribal. N- no, something like that deep. though. But he plays a, a an exotic an exotic animal like hunter. Uh, you know pigs. Tribal. I don't know. Who cares? So so there's a lot, and I've been keeping up, and this is at the bottom of the there list of new plethora of new Nick Cage of yeah. shitty indie movies yeah. starring Nick Cage. That everyone has a friend who's like, you got to see it because he's wacky. Yeah, and it's bad. It's like I've seen but the it's last. So bad, it's I good. just named off like eight titles. It was not <laughs> so, so bad. Too many. It was good. It was just a it's bad not called movie. Tribal. What the fuck is the uh, Nick? Okay, well, let me just see if Tribal comes up when I. No truffle, truffle for pig. No, it's called like uh, what's another like animal word like wild type of boar. No, no, no. Like well, <laughs> describing pig again, <laughs> but like um, it was like a one word, but it was like not tribal, but like uh, indigenous. It, no, god damn it. Um, animal hunter move primal. That's close. Tribal primal, primal fear. <laughs> it was in the same uh, ballpark, but yeah, pig is a piece of shit, and um, it's pig shit. I watched uh, another indie movie last night that was like in the, hey, you might like this. It's called Broil. It's a new horror movie from like, I think last year. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, eh. And then look who's in it. Our boy, uh, the homie, Jonathan Lipnicki. So I was like, I'm going for this. My dude. Yeah. And you know what? I'd recommend it. Human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> that's, that's what you might know him for. Me? I'm a Broil guy now. Uh, I think I saw him promoting it on Instagram I like a year or two ago. I am a tuna melt guy now, mm. and I owe it all to Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, uh, so big shout outs. It was actually not bad. It was like a, he has a big role in it. He plays like this autistic chef who like knows everything, and he's kind of like a hitman. Uh, right on. So he has Sounds to like, cool. you know, he has to act, you know, and it, he actually like chokes somebody out. And because I know that Lipnicki like trains MMA and stuff, I'm like, hey, That's they worked. Right. They let him, uh, you know, use a special skill of his in, in a scene or two here. It's definitely looked like he knew what he was doing uh, to that guy well, in the skate park you, That's under why the you train as an actor, because you got to do action sequences. Yeah, he's not a method, like a novice. He's a method fighter, so he goes chokes people out into the fucking bridge. Um, but yeah, that, if you if you need like a indie vampire thriller, I don't with uh, Lip Nick, give it a watch for sure. Yeah, uh, we didn't. Oh, I guess we did watch something over the weekend. UFC two sixty nine. Woo! I uh, I could have gone and celebrated my mother's birthday with her, but I got chicken wings and <laughs> watched fights with my friends. So, um, yeah, this is the What Did You Watch fucking edition of the TPS Reports podcast. Uh, it was a good card. Yeah. It was a good one. Um, Sugar Sean, baby. That's all I care about. That was my headlining fight. Whatever. I'm going to keep picking... 
I'm going to keep going up against him, and eventually I'm going to be right. Just the great. fact that you keep – that's why I keep going for him. It's like – and he, he keeps winning me $5 bets. I mean, you should keep going for him because he's always a, a large favorite so far in, and he, in his I, I like the way he fights. I like that he – and like I, uh, He's a good it, fighter. He's a cornball on the mic. He's but just a cornball, and I don't like him. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and I'm going to be right soon enough. Yeah, fun times. I was shitting like um, – it was a disaster yesterday, Sunday, the day after the fight. Yeah. It was like – I don't know, man. Are we not giving a good plug to Parsons Chicken? Dude, it's the Chicago? best, but it's like I also could have incorporated any amount of fiber like into slimy my diet going over down, the weekend. Slimy coming out. No, I wish it were slimy. It was tough. I had a tough day in there. That was dude. the hush puppies. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was tough, dude. It was like one of those days where my butthole was screaming by the third shit, like no more shits. And then of course you get kicked. I didn't. I didn't have coffee. It was too chancy. It's too fucking chancy to, <laughs> to try and have any coffee on Sunday. Um, but you know what? That's what Worth gets it. it going. No, it was like what I needed to. Gates. I needed to spackle up the hole. What was that? I don't know. It sounds like Melina just killed your dog. No, it sounded like what is that? Was would the neighbors be? No, smashing the floor beneath us. She's probably opening a pasta sauce or something. What the fuck? Chicks, you know. I'm in here doing this. I'm doing my job, but she needs a man out there to pop open the pickle jar. I can't do. I can't be two places at once, babe. You sure that's not the neighbors? Like, that I would be a first. Do. Somebody's yelling, "Shut the fuck up!" Is that at us? We're not being loud. We're just talking. Are you talking to us, Miss? They were banging on the ceiling, which is my floor. Underneath us? Yeah, that's what it felt like. Can you hear more with the headphones off? Let's keep talking and see if another shut the fuck up comes our way. You know. Have you seen litmus. Primal and or Pig? I happen to think that Nicolas Cage hasn't done a quality film in a number of years. Comment, miss? <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, did you see Pig? Uh, all right, well. Fuck him. Where do we go from here? Uh, we can uh, move along to something that hopefully won't bother the neighbors as much. And bro, uh, fuck the th neighbors. This if she been, bangs again, we bang back. Um, she wants to get clapped up. That's on her. Um, Swift crack. <laughs> here is a uh, a Drew breakdown. Something we haven't done in I don't know. I think like all year. I've had this sitting lost in my fucking computer desktop for like the entire year. So uh, let's reignite. Uh, the old bit going into our holiday special next week. This is, uh, I think it's consistently inconsistent uh, breakdown by Drew Mantia. However, I'm gonna grease y'all up for the Drew appearance. In the past, he would break down junkyard samurai stuff and like basically things he was involved in the production of more so. But Drew did not make this beat, so let's hear uh, what he has to say about Miles, it. right? Yeah, guy I met at a party like 12 years ago. Hell got yeah. drunk with a guy at a party, and he also produced Beat It Up. Cool right? dude. Yeah, Mr. MPH, miles per hour. Cool dude, um, my book. So yeah, here's that. It's the consistently inconsistent breakdown from our pal, Drew Mantia. Drew Mantia back again with another mini TPS breakdown. Jumping all the way back to the beginning of my TPS career, I missed out on Spooky Language and Square Tactics, but I've been around since the album Finna. I was checking out some track lists and I saw Consistently Inconsistent, the Dome Blown Anthem, and I have a lot of vivid memories about the production recording of that song. So here goes some 
fun facts. This was the first Palmer Square song that I ever recorded. They came to me when Finna was like maybe 75% recorded and I started mixing it and there were some late additions, this being one of them, the dark room uh, also being a later addition, the intro track. We began recording it at the beginning of May 2013 at Carter Co. Recording in Chicago, RIP. And over June and July, we actually transitioned into the Palmer Squares home studio, which we still use to this day. Here's a little something for the audio nerds, and I'll keep it simple so everyone can understand. This was the first song that we used, the beat stems. That gives you the files instead of one file for the entire beat. It gives you the files of every individual component of the beat and it allows us, after the song is recorded, to have more flexibility in creatively editing it and mixing it. They hadn't been doing that on previous songs and I urged them to start getting the beat stems for everything and since then we have and it has given us the flexibility to do all the cool edits and mixes that you hear. So one last fact, there's a track that I uh, was reminded of, a talking track of Term Ak and I smoking a joint and just talking for a little bit. We just left the mic on for a while and picked like a 60 second chunk and at the end of the song where it rides out and there's all the different singing layered uh, for another texture i think it was terms idea we had sorry if it was your idea Ak. <laughs> we put this talking track really low in there you can't idea. understand it against the music so i thought it would be fun to put some of that on so you could hear it well that makes me sick that sounds like the intro of every ordinary dog song we ever recorded yeah ben had that on deck you know what i'm saying you know what it is ben had that i retract <laughs> uh my no that was your idea dude. you wanted that in there <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was no, your drew idea, remembers and I, you remember i think he misremembered now whose idea it was let's hear the rest of it <laughs> now it's parking on the grass which one of these did you use? That's Ash. Out of curiosity. That's me, that Ish. Good job. I don't use no tops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, someone left these at the, like, the studio. Sorry. I don't grow no weeds with tops. Oh. I mean, that's right. That's strictly just. That's booty shot. This is strictly tobaccos. Oh, really? Is that what's. Is that tops, what's yeah, burn my lips off. They burn really fast. Oh. Exaggerated coughs. Too loud of cough because we know the mic is on. This whole clip is just two fucking, I guess three, true, you're involved in this. Three jagoffs playing up that the mic is on. Yeah, pass that. <laughs> pass it. I could have gone the rest of my life not hearing that. Recorded. <laughs> Edited, mixed, and I didn't, mastered didn't need to know there was a douchey rolling paper conversation in the background of that song. Yeah, uh, that all around. The first like two minutes of that was great. The last minute and a half makes me sick to my stomach. You better slow your ass for the popo ketchup. <laughs> you suck! <laughs> Boo! Boo! Rubbish! Oh my god! Slime! Muck! Boo! 
Are my neighbors still yelling? No, my phone died again. Oh, I don't have the charger in here. One second. Ay, ay, ay. Well, while your phone charges, did you buy a new bottle of whiskey? I did. Yeah. Let's, uh... We drinking with class, son! Johnny Walks. Johnny Walker's classy, right? Yeah, but, like, not for shooting shots. Well, whatever. I mean, I'll do it. We're hardcore. It just seems like way more class. You know, there's some boozes where you want to sip it. Sip it nice. Sip it smooth. Right. I feel like Johnny Walker is not, like, you know, shooting for Bob Dole type of... That's, that's not classy. That makes it unclassy. You don't think Johnny Walker would shoot for Bob Dole? I don't know. Um, I think you're wrong. Um, well, let's uh, let's hit this and drink it. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. our audience dying off every second this plays this isn't the version that i'm familiar with well (laughs) this is the version that's playing (laughs) you want to say anything about it michael nesmith of the monkeys died term tells me to put a song on and then i do and then we just sit in silence (laughs) well the one i'm familiar with starts it just starts yeah, this one is like, did it even start yet? This is your monkey song pick? What about something that bops? What about something that's got a little funk? See this one. This would have been a lot more smooth. <laughs> uh, maybe charge your phone if you want to control the audio. Well, oh wait, are we doing highly recommended? Are we doing obits? What are we doing right now? Obits. So we're He's not, dead. We're not recommending this. Which guy's dead? Voice, uh, guitar, guitar, or drums? All right. Count it. Pour, this, <laughs> pour it up. That counts. Oh, my God. Okay. Is that big? That's big. Is that too much? <laughs> For the fancy stuff? Yeah, dude. Do you want me to do that one? Nope. You little bitch boy? Nope. You want the little one? Nope. I'm going to do both of these. He's just a little guy. I'm going to pour some out for the homies, too. I don't know, though. Should we loop Bob Dole into this one since it's massive, or is this just for the guy's name I already forgot? No, this is just for Michael Nesmith. Michael. Good. Goodbye. 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 All right. Now you're just. We're saying goodbye. We hardly knew ye. Mikey. Mikey boy. Clinks. Clacks. Here, I drank it extra slow for you. Mm. Yeah, that is good stuff, but it's like Scotch whiskey, you know. It's it's heavy. It's heavy I don't duty. know the difference. I was when I was in the aisle at the store looking. There's bourbons. There's whiskey. There's Scotch. And it says Scotch right on it. That's the I know that it's. It I can read. I just don't know what one, what one you're not supposed to do shots of. There's there's some of both. I would suggest See, against doing. Shots I'm hardcore, of. and I just fucking if it's booze. You drink it, bro. It's not being hardcore. That's being We're uncultured in a piece of garbage. But yeah, scotch would I would not recommend shooting. Um, more of a bourbon <laughs> guy. 
Scotch is good, but goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. All right, enough. Goodbye to that song, and goodbye to what's Michael his name, Tommy Nazareth. Smith is dead. Matthew Nesbitch. Seventy-eight years old. What was his name? I cannot remember. Michael Nesmith. Michael Nesmith. All right, third oh, time's a charm. Me. I will. I will never forget that. Ask me in one minute, but I swear I will never forget that. Um, also, you told me this. Um, I like how it says in humor. You didn't know. Bob Dole died. Bobby D. <laughs> What's humor? No, there's. A, I have this article <clears throat> that says in his fair in a felt. Oh, Jesus. That's why you don't shoot scotch. Uh, in farewell letter, Bob Dole pokes fun at Chicago's reputation for letting dead people vote. When, when did Bob <laughs> Dole die? Uh, so like, like last week? Last week. Um, also, mm-hmm. he in his farewell letter, uh, Joe Biden read his farewell message uh, at the service. Joe Biden read... Read Bob, Bob Dole's farewell message, yeah. and then it, it ends with end of message, and Joe Biden like read that part out loud. Right. <laughs> President walks off stage. And then the message says, end of message. Um, shit, where did this go to? Mother of Frig. Um, in farewell letter to the American public, former Senator Bob Dole, who passed away at 98. Yeah, it's a good long life there. It's a good uh, one. This he week beat of lung Norm McDonald, who used to play him on SNL, uh, mocked Chicago's long history of allowing dead people to vote in the elect- elections. Uh-huh, but, 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 it says, as I make the final walk on my life's journey, I do so without fear because I know that I will again not be walking alone. I know that God will be walking with me, the late senator wrote. I also confess that I'm a bit curious to learn uh, and find, if I am correct in thinking, that heaven will look a lot like Kansas and to see, like, others who've gone before me, if I will still be able to vote in Chicago. Uh, be more wordy with I your know, final Jesus, message, Bob. Verbose corpse. Enough. Um, Isn't he the guy that, um, <laughs> didn't he have, like, a, a war injury? I was say, he was almost crippled. What's his thing? Like, Bob Dole. He is... was, like, almost crippled in the, and it was in the war, right? Wikipedia that. And, uh, he, like, one of his hands was, like, paralyzed so he always held a pen in it to make it look less weird. But, like, he couldn't move it, really. In 1945, in April, uh, while engaged in combat near right? uh, Castel Diano something, mm-hmm. um, southwest of Bologna, sounds like Bologna, uh, Italy, Dole was seriously wounded by a German shell that struck his upper back and right arm, shattering his collarbone and part of his spine. Yeah, that'll do Yikes. it. Yikes. Um, this dude's hardcore. War hero? I bet he shoots Johnny Walker. War hero? Absolutely. Bob Dole? Yeah. Who was the guy who did was the recount? That's El Gore? Uh, yeah. Who was the guy with the quail? That was a, uh, the quail was Bush's um No, no, no. Who went quail shooting Cheney. Yes. Is Shot a word in the associ- face. Political word association? Yes. <laughs> Cheney. Uh, quail. Um, so yeah, Bob Dole's thing was that he got a, a baloney shell stuck so like, in him in the war. S- search like images, Bob Dole, uh, like pen. Just search pen. There's a thing right here that says, why was Bob Dole often seen clutching a pen? So yeah, like it, because his arm was like a gimp arm. So to make it less weird, uh, he would always hold a pen in it. So it looked like he was using that arm for right. something. But he, he couldn't so write with that So his fist was pen. like always closed. Right. Just kind of You got a pen over there? Yes, I do. We Should do. we clutch it for the rest of the yeah, episode in tribute? Shoot this. <laughs> Man, I do not think the neighbors enjoyed that lean back intro. I don't think, I think you're thinking about it way too much. I don't think she was talking to us. Dude, 
it was I know this you know why because for an entire year <laughs> my homies don't dance so they pull up the pants and do the rock away lean back lean back lean right you get to go home in an hour you know that's the difference is uh <laughs> yeah I lived with terrible neighbors right above me Depress and my I used ass to smash to the floor and used to smash the Rattle ceiling. her chandeliers. I used to bang my fist. I'd stand on the couch, the very top of it, and I would bang on the ceiling. I would scream, shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, and that's we're what not they did. fucking playing Trey songs for two days straight. Um, Riding big wheels around the apartment. We're having fun. I just feel bad. We could just be two guys having a conversation up here. Uh, dull. In fact, ba, ba, ba. we are. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, I, I don't know why I'm looking over an article. I got it. He holds the pen because his arm's all fucked up from the shell in the war. Um... Bob Dole, I hardly knew who the fuck you were. I thought you were the quail shooting guy. Uh, <laughs> I also have um, somebody on Instagram messaged, and it says, please, 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 this is from yesterday, please, three pleases, on the next pod, take a shot for my mans, El Chente, Vincent Fernandez. Uh, you may not know who El Chente is. Uh, is that the Mexican guy? But put guy it this way, did? he's the Elvis of Mexico. Yeah. And then he sends a short thing that says his nicknames were appropriately epic. El Numero Uno, the people's son, the king of Mexican song. But to his legions of fans, he was Chente, short for Vicente, a presence so ubiquitous and long running he could, right. like a member of the family, be invoked with a simple nickname. That's in the LA Times. He started singing at 21 as a mariachi in Guadalajara. He was singing as a mariachi in Guadalajara. Deb. Eventually graduating to restaurants and radio shows, Fernandez, who was largely self-taught when it came to music, recorded more than 50 albums in Spanish and won Grammys and Latin Grammys for his work. He also created themes for numerous telenovelas and starred in more than two dozen movies in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. In 1980, he received a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Despite ongoing health issues that included prostate and liver cancer, Fernandez continued to tour until 2013 when his farewell tour was cut short after being hospitalized Damn. with a pulmonary embolism. He was 81. Bob Dole had a buck and a half on him, dude. Damn, 15 bro. extra. Would you rather die at 81 or 98? You I might, let I might Bob go. Dole do that shit. You, you got cooked by Dole? <laughs> I would do 81 probably. 98 seems like. It's like I'm already in like my knees You're hurt. saying if you had a choice, when to check out? Yeah, what would you prefer? Like would you, you want the extra I want 15 like years? I want 15. You want to like just live forever. Yeah, I want to be if, one of those people who like gets articles written about them just because they exist. Even if your body starts completely deteriorating and like, you know, like after 65 or 70, let's say. Let's say you get a disease. Like most people that make it that you, old you just, in the hard hundreds, to walk. like... They're not really deteriorated. They took care of themselves, or maybe know, they didn't. But still, they just like, got lucky. I don't know. Like again, you get older, and like you know, your your back and your knees and things are just your vision. I imagine starts to go and things like that. It's like so. Maybe, if that's if that's like a, already a maybe problem, at seventy, do you want to like have another seventy? I'm saying I'm good at seventy. You know what I mean? Like my grandma died. I didn't at 70. say I want to be awesome. 140. <laughs> I said 115. <laughs> Take it well, easy. I thought you said 140, 114. Okay. Uh, no, I, I definitely like. At this juncture, I'm ready to go now. I want to go as long as I can. <laughs> as soon as this podcast is done, I'm that's it. afraid of dying. Yeah, me too. I think about it every time I get high, <laughs> and it scares me. Yeah, I did. Just and pass it makes me want to like quit everything and just uh, like Kill get yourself? married and have kids uh, and get a dog. I don't know. Some see that as death. <sighs> Domesticated death. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I would also love to just like be in my hundreds and be like, oh, I have a shot of whiskey every day and it keeps me going. And <laughs> it's like, no, dude, I'm going to be like wheelchair bound like soon. Like <laughs> I'm falling apart. Uh, anyways, let's do this uh, second shot here for both Bob Dole. Bobby D. I've known about in politics and just popular culture my entire life, as well as El Shente, a guy I found out about 10 minutes Damn, ago. Damn, bro, are you going to split it? Yeah. That's disrespectful. I'm just splitting it right down the middle because I cannot take a third shot of this. I just, I'm it's not happening. Hold this pen while we do it. <laughs> he is, he's holding the pen. Bob Dole. <laughs> I need a pen, I feel. I feel disrespectful now. Oh, crack the glass on my tooth. <laughs> That's how you do that. <laughs> I haven't had scotch in a minute. Yeah, dude. Classy shooters. Classy shooters. I'm going to take one more small one for uh, Vincente because... Mm, trying to outdo me? All right, give me one. Let's go. It's disrespectful, bro. I'm being fancy, boys. You guys started in Guadalajara. Work up an appetite for dinner. Let's go. <laughs> is that all we got? That is all. We got I mean, Michael Nesmith. One second. Nes- did I get it? Did I get it? I think you did. Fuck yes. And Bob Dole and El Chente. Vicente Fernandez. Those are this three, this week's three let's, uh, dead people. Wow, dude. This stuff is already hitting. This stuff oh, hits this different. R.I.P. Vicente. Vicente? Vicente? Vicente. Vicente. All right. Cheers. That was a quick one, two, three scotch shots. I don't know. This is a this whole podcast a mess. Hardly knew ye. Yeah, thanks for the um, for the tip there, whoever you were on Instagram. SXB, if that is your real name. Um, and yeah, I guess while the Spotify is pulled up and working, why don't we keep moving? You didn't even finish your shot, pussy. I was sipping it. It's classy. Dude, you so I'm drinking it. <laughs> yeah, now he's getting classy. He's sipping. He's taking drips at a time. Um, all right. Yeah, dude. We're just going bit to bit. Do we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, next bit? Highly recommended. Close it and then reopen it on your phone. Now you gotta close it and you gotta reopen it on your phone. I was just playing. I don't know, but just close the whole app. It just worked. And then reopen it on your phone. So like there you go, you closed it and then it's reopened and now try again. Look at this. Watch this. <sighs> it's still not working. The same thing. It was I really thought it would work. It's time for <laughs> Come on, you cunt! Alright, play it again. Highly recommended!
This week's highly recommended album is the 1981 Fair Warning from Van Halen. Where I'm going Here's to your thin red line I'm simply nowhere Thought you'd never miss me Till I got a fat city dress Non-stop chucker What a rocker Blue-eyed murder In a size 5 dress Van Halen's Fourth Studio release Fair warning yeah. This album kicks ass. It's a good album. Uh, I think it's like their least commercially successful album. But it's got some bangers. Thought you never miss me till I got a fat city dress. Not stop sucker, what a rocker, blue-eyed murder in a size five dress. Nothing stays the same. A lot of good showcasing of Mr. Michael Anthony on the bass guitar with songs like Push Comes to Shove, So This Is Love, One Foot Out the Door. You know. You want to hear some good-ass fucking banter, bro? Yeah, some unlike fucking, us at the end some of fucking Consistently Inconsistent. Some fucking Tops Rolling Papers banter. <laughs> One break coming up. A chain. You got Mean Street. You got Hear About It Later. You got Unchained. You got Push Comes to Shove. You got So This Is Love. What more do you need, you guys? It's a fucking killer album. I'll just give you a little taste of the funk that is Push Comes to Shove. Oh, yeah. Tell me now. So David Lee Roth's... Uh, These are ad-libs, bro. This is cool. This is a cool guy in the booth. I haven't heard one ad-lib. That's what he's doing. This is not ad-libs? Banter? That's why you're so uncomfortable doing Witty them. Banter? You don't have no idea what they are. <laughs> this is cool banter, bro. This is Janice Joplin impersonation. I always thought David Lee Roth was a cool ass dude. My dad told me he saw Van Halen in like 1981, like prime. And I was like, oh, lucky. What was it like? And he's like, oh, I thought that guy was a fag. He's like, <laughs> flying in on wires with assless chaps. I'm like, get this fucking homo off the stage. I'm like, dad, dad, you can't say that anymore. You, you, no, yeah. I'm like, dad. He's cool. You guys just had this conversation yesterday, and you're like, Dad. It's 2021. Dad. Dad. <laughs> Guy's cool as hell. I saw him in high school. Saw Van Halen. Have I ever told that story? 
Dominic dude, Karpinski's I, I, birthday. Shut up. I swear to God, I was sitting here in silence mostly, just seeing how long it took you to get to the Dominic Karpinski Van Halen ticket story. Please don't retell it. We've already heard it. We've all already heard it. But it was. Uh, I tell you how he like took longer his, than I thought it was going to be. Dave took his top hat off and he put it over his crotch. He was looking at some girl. Ooh. He was like humping the top hat. And then he takes his hands away, and the top hat like floats over his crotch, like it's hanging on his boner. So cool, dude! If it were me, though, I would I would be fully hard, and I'd put the top hat there, and it would fall on the stage. <laughs> Thunk. Whatever. Something <laughs> just <laughs> fell appropriately. <laughs> oh, you uh, yeah. You know, it's like see your dad thought Including this was gay. Including you. Your dad wasn't a fan of this, but then like, the do you think he's a fan more so now, or still thinks it's gay? Do you think he's like uh, he gets that like oh back then like it was hate feathery hair David Lee Roth and yeah. assless chaps I don't think he'll ever find that not gay I don't know it's like I was just saying it with like everybody loves Raymond kind of but like things were like 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 a T Pain is another one T Pain in high school right high school I really was, hope that fucking T Pain is in my generation's Van Halen but something that like where I realized in hindsight like oh I thought that was lame in high school but it actually I thought shreds. Van Halen was cool in high school and I still high can dig school? it. But I like uh, T-Pain I couldn't stand And I hated that all Like the party The jocks And the cool girls And that was their And like I was listening To T-Pain over the weekend Like driving to your house For the fight And it's so good Why? It's like so good Because it's amazing Like T-Pain is good I was wrong Like you opened up much like Lil Wayne. A music app, and you searched for T-Pain, and you played it? No, we had lunch. Or it was on the radio. And I was driving back with Melina, and there was a song on the radio, and then I was like, put on old T-Pain. And the T-Pain song was on! <laughs> and the T-Pain song was on! Uh, it rules. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is a testy one. Um, all right, there you have it. What was the album what are, name? What is T-Pain's... Um, Bartender should be Can I drink? buy you a drink? <laughs> Please stop doing that. Just we'll do it again the next time. Oh but my god, you're so afraid. Down. I told you, you haven't lived like this. Being we the guy downstairs, our hardcore dudes. Yeah, you had to come in here, fucking red label, Johnny Walker blazing. Yeah, bro. Um, no, you don't have to shriek emo versions of everything. Like bit. at the, from the, here to the end, we can do sort fan of my questions. Thing. <laughs> sort of what I do. I hate how like genuinely I don't want you to keep screaming and how like mentioning it will only make you do it more. So um, let's get into some fan questions. That, I we think I'm not going to harmonize right? with S. Reedy right now? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Here, wait, 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 wait. Shh. Fan <laughs> questions! Can't turn me down. Fan questions! I can turn them down, which is fun. DPS reports! This is great. See, my mic is up. Say something to him. Something. <laughs> See, you were wrong. Here, check, 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 It's check. time for <laughs> fan questions. I pulled up a great number it's of fan questions. It's time for fan questions. You see the length of this one? What? That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's like a fucking terms and services <laughs> agreement. <laughs> yeah, I just downloaded the new I'm iTunes reading this on, shit. on the laptop. Um, I like how the name of the email, too, is called TPS Call-In, and it is a write-in. It is, so we'll see what that has to do with it. Um, we'll, we'll hit a couple of these. This guy's clearly doing like a whole year in review thing, but you know what? This is our last podcast that we're at. We, me and you were recording live for the rest of the year, so let's barrel through it. It says, what's up, Squares? This is from Jaden. Barrel, we shall. Been listening to the podcast for a little over Jayden? a year now. Uh, ben, what you said? Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, his name is Jaden. I don't know why I need to clarify that. 
you'll go on much like Michael Nesmith. It'll be very hard to remember. Uh, he's been wanting to call in, but haven't gotten around. Haven't gotten around to it. You could get around it. I know how long it takes to type this type of email out. Like you revised it, you read it over like fucking a hundred times. And you're like, well, now it's good. You could have gotten around to it. Just call us next time. Uh, so I'm just going to put all my thoughts out there. I'm sorry. All my thoughts from He TPS said he couldn't 21. get around to calling. That's what I'm saying. It takes way longer to type all this shit out. Thank you for concisely saying exactly what I just Bro, said. Bro, <laughs> you were scared. We get it. Um, so he's doing a 2021 TPS Reports recap right here. Uh, he says, I ran a little bit. Just read as much as you want, I guess. Okay, I will. First one, with or without it. Now that it's been some time since the album came out, what is your favorite track? For me, Jaden, it's Word. Shit is so goddamn smooth. I feel like it highlights the differences between your styles really well. Uh, people like to compare your verses in YouTube comments, but to me, this song feels like the best of both of you. Uh, also, happened to be my most listened to track of the year on Spotify. Um, yeah, I probably I like Word a lot, and I like uh, it's not it's not my best. I I, I mean, say that right now. So you, I don't so, care what your opinion is, dude. What's your favorite track? Or like at least what, oh. what wowie verse of yours on a different song do you think bests word easily? Rohypnol. Yeah, I feel like Rohypnol is like... We love playing it live now too. So again, like in retrospect, we've had time to play some shows this I'm gonna year. I'm going to go with Rohypnol. <laughs> oh man, so many choices. I, uh, my, instinct like is, 11. my instinct is to go uh, bad animals, but that's because I'm just like a hipster nerd who wants to get outside of his own box right now. And you just like a fist of pizza! Um, pizza pie! But that was, we already said this, but it was like, it wasn't on the album, and then it was this last, last song. I think Unlucky Quarter, I guess, was kind of like the last song, but Bad Animals <laughs> was this edition. We had uh, Ramsey on the podcast last year to talk about his movie, Bad Animal, right. which we still haven't seen. I still want to see that shit. Maybe it'll, much like right. Lip Nicky, will be streaming on Amazon in the future, and I can check it out. <laughs> um, Look, you want me to see your movie, get Nick Cage in it. But, uh... We did that song as a like uh, we wrote it for this dude's movie and like, I don't know it was just like a uh, it it stands out as wildly unique as a whole songwriting experience like it was we we've never like approached a song like that it was like down to the wire of the timeline right. of I the wrote album it in my mom's kitchen I've never written a song in my mom's kitchen uh, <laughs> fun fact but no like and it's just you know we're always trying to do something that doesn't sound while we stay in our Palmer Square pocket, like we're always trying to do something that's like paralyzed and bad animals and shit like that. Come back. People hated it. But it's like, I listened to that on the way to your house, by the way. Song fucking rules. Come back, little raven. And that song's better. but uh, So yeah, that was like the, uh, we're going to try something different one. And that makes it stand out as like special to and me. bite. My face. Um, I kind of like and and much like a song that's ten years old almost now, but it's like uh, like cold, right? The whole song has this like setup thing, and I'm cold. Is this? There's no hook necessarily, but it's like the the like the hook is implied. It's throughout the song almost. And when you're me, and like I kind of conceptualize that one, like hey, instead of saying like I, you know, it's like when you're me, you. That's the whole song, you know, just yeah. changing the. The vantage point, the perspective of who you're, who's writing that verse. It's like when you're me, you get wiser with age. Like you do that when you're me. So we're like putting you in my shoes, and I thought that was like a fun lyrical twist for the, you know, right. uh, our verses on that song. It's my least favorite song in the album. Really, I like it. I like the beat a lot. I like the uh, like that. How there's no like, like the hook. Just I, I like every day is another old song that just I love, keeps the. Uh, 
keeps the hook in the verse throughout the song. I like when we do that style of thing. I love what Mr. Buddha Bear did. Yeah. Um, Pete Buddha Bear. It's, it sounds good. Black Buttigieg. I guess none of those would be. I guess I, I might say Rehypnol too. You know, it's uh yeah. That's a safe. I think one I'm forgetting one. And uh, too slow comes to mind because it's just. He's too uh, slow, man. Too slow is great. And Jarv is cool. So I, don't know. Um, I guess we just named every, every song on the album. Does that answer your question, uh, Jaden? <laughs> I had to pull it back. Jaden. Um, I'm going yeah. hypno. I'm going bad animals. But yeah, word a worthy choice for sure. Uh, Casey's Pizza is his next note. Same email. I had the misfortune of working at a Casey's. In Morris, Illinois, for about three and a half years. Sing- it was a singularly horrible experience. But as far as the pizza goes, I'll say this for all caps gas station pizza, it isn't trash. But damn, if every person in that town didn't fucking live for Casey's Taco Pizza. Promised myself I would never do for- food service again after quitting that job. Um, I- we went on tour since again, we did the Casey's it's, bit. It's not a good case. For the pizza at Casey's, I don't to be think like, he's, he's I worked at Casey's, and the best part of working there was the pizza. I don't think that's what he said at all. He that's just, what I got out of that. Really? Yeah. The be- he said, he said for- it sucked working at Casey's general store, and the best part was the pizza. You're hilarious. He said exactly what we said when we ate it, and we came home, and we were like, for gas station pizza, it isn't trash. That's exactly that's all he said. I don't recall saying say it isn't trash. His town lives for it. I didn't say he said he lives for it. What'd you say? He said... I didn't ask you to bring red label. Working at a gas station (laughs) sucked, but the best part was the pizza. Okay, that's not a good case for the pizza. Casey, he never said the best part is the pizza. Are we gonna tit for tat each other? I'll read it again. I had the misfortune of working at a Casey's three and a half years. Singularly horrible experience, but as far right. as the pizza goes, for as gas as station pizza, pizza goes, it isn't trash. He never said the word best ever. All right, well, it's the only it's that. the only quality experience Jayden, of his working Jayden, at Casey's. Jaden, he's putting words in your mouth, Jaden. That, uh, that he cared to point out, so I apologize, Jaden, uh, for the placement of words. How to wipe your ass. What? I think the front back versus back front debate oh, is yeah. personal preference. I'm a front backer, he says. Uh, but anyone who's standing up to make a shit sandwich before they wipe is fucking foul. Uh-huh, he has something on Mayday Parade here. Uh, Squidward's testicles, he reminds us, is it just has just <laughs> just wanted to repeat Squidward's this. Tentacles. Just wanted to repeat this for the lulls. Squidward's did I never pull that? Tentacle. God damn it. Did I never pull Squidward's testicles, dude? Fuck. Well, if you didn't, you're a reet. I have this. I'll shove a baby up my ass and shit him out. I have that, so it's close. Uh, some MGK shit, highly recommended. I could swear you pulled it. <laughs> I thought I did too, You man. played it like the week after. I have Drew talking about Nambla. Nambla for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Donald J. Trump. You might have just gone um, like back to his voicemail the next week. The virus is a hoax and nobody's died. 100%. <laughs> still still true. That's today. like legitimately my stance now. <laughs> That's where I am at this point. Um, and then I'm skipping the rest of his shit. It says, thanks for reading, if you did. Uh, hoping to catch one of your shows if you make it out to Denver. Hey, stay tuned, man. I swear it's being discussed. Loved Kazamdemic. Meet the Smells was my favorite. Look Smells. forward to more music and podcasts. Maybe I'll nut up and call in one of these weeks. Yo. Much love. Meet the Smells. <laughs> stay square. Marlon. So what was all this Jaden talk? That was it? Wait, he signed off with Marlon? Marlon? I feel like I don't even... I feel like I hardly knew ye, bro. Turned into a Wayans in four paragraphs. I see term is already poed up for, for, you know, just extraneous reasons. I mean, (laughs) we started... Um, 
Thank you. Uh, Jaden, Mar- Marlon Jaden. That's what your name is. We've got Austin from Boston, and we've got Marlon Jaden. Or Jaden Marlon. Uh, this is an old question, but it should be a quick one. It says, recently listened to Finna, and one of my faves is your own too. Parentheses hold you down. Quote, keep walking on your own too. Is one of those phrases that I've never actually heard, but is uh, instantly obvious what it means. Did you guys pick that up somewhere? Uh, it's such a great uh, sign-off slash goodbye. Shout out to Saba too. Yeah, shout out to Saba indeed. He's got a new album coming out, I and I want to listen to it. That I, well, that we coined own too. Um, no, but that's he's probably never heard it. Look where we're from, you know, <laughs> in, the, in the cutthroat streets of Chicago, watching, city, uh, shot rack. You know what I'm saying? That's how we talk out here in Detroiters. Uh, there's an episode where a guy says "What's up" to Tommy Pencils, who works at their at their ad firm. And he's like, it like blows his mind, and he's like, "What's up? <laughs> what's up?" I love that show. <laughs> to treat away, something like, as like just as surface <laughs> level as saying "What's up." It's like, Next time when they ask you where you're from, all right, stop. Um, we no, we didn't come up with that. That's just what people that are you know. Oh. So it's just like how many straight weeks you have to talk about Detroiters. Like we went in. Like I was going to start. Coming I, was, I wasn't going to do Lean Back. I was going to do <laughs> the intro song. Um, Next time. when the, stop. Okay. Uh, no, we didn't come up with that. I uh, don't know. Sometimes you just hear. That's like half of our fucking like lyrical careers is hearing something and being like, oh, I'm going to rhyme that. Or like, like that was cool that they said that. Yeah, I heard a black guy say it (laughs) once, so I did it. We're appropriating. Yes. That's all it takes. Absolutely. Are you black? Uh Uh-huh. Can you say something? It's like, that's mine now. (laughs) Say it. Go ahead, say it. What? That's mine now. I'm going to say what, and I'm going to say it like a black guy. That's mine now? Yeah. That's what you want me to say? No, that's just rapping in a nutshell as a white guy. It's like, what did a black guy say? That was so cool. Let me say that. Let me try Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, That's why black people have slang. It's this like endless cycle where black people come up with slang and white then white people, people take, take it. it and then it winds up in a Burger King commercial and then Damn. black people are like, all right, we need new slang. Slang now. words become slaves to us and white culture, dude. We're, it's modern slavery. Stealing everything cool as far as like black trends and black language. Bit of a leap. But no, it's literally slaves. Uh, next question. NBA top shot for Ak. Uh, it says, what's good? Just got an Alex Caruso NBA top shot. Wondering if you want it, Ak. It's a pretty high serial number, but it's a Bulls player nonetheless. Let me know if you want to gift it to you. Oh, shit. You're still doing nerdy-ass digital basketball cards? No, I haven't uh, I haven't in a long time, but... Is it I like your Robin like Hood account? You just haven't signed in? Yeah. It was like a thing I did in May, and now I don't. I, I signed into my Robinhood account. If anyone recalls, like, six months ago, we both bought... It was like nine. Yeah. Wow, it was like a year ago. We opened for Tropidelic in May, we I believe, in Iowa. We both bought Dogecoin. Yeah. Remember Dogecoin? What coin? a flash in the pan. What a waste of my $200 or whatever <laughs> I invested in that. I check it once a month, and it's never not below what I what I bought. No, and I still like... The, the reason I got in on the Top Shot, too, was because I saw the like potential trajectory of like, if I get some shit now, they're going to phase out season one and season two and season... like It's like rookie cards, so you... <laughs> Once that whatever, that like series is done, like if it's a series two, they stop doing. So I have shit of like series one and two. And if this grows for five years, 
and I, I'm just, I'm hoping, it's I'm betting. I'm at some point people it's been five might months and everyone's already series forgot. one and two would be more coveted than like the series ten that coveted. they're coveted. Yeah, so it it's might go the up. Word coveted. It might not. I might but just lose digital that digital basketball. I think I'm just going to eat another two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what that's going to be. That fucking Aspergersy billionaire son of a bitch goes in on SNL and calls Dogecoin a hoax, which it is. It um, was double what we invested. Yeah, but if, a, we didn't if an autistic out. douche can go on SNL and say those words and then it drops, it's a fucking hoax. It's just a, it's, it's a puppeteer. It's or, a marionette. It's marionette currency. Yeah, you're right. Anyways, uh, Nick, I'm probably good on that, but I might take it too. I don't know, dude. I haven't logged in in months. <laughs> the Bulls, too, they like they just canceled their games this week. Uh, Tuesday and Thursday got canceled because like the whole fucking team has so COVID. That. that sucks. Yeah, so maybe nobody's died, but it is not a hoax, dude. My I whole thought week it was is just because right um, they've got like multiple starting players who are out injured, and we just keep losing. No, it's the whole uh, health and safety protocol. Stacy King's been out, dude. I can't even listen to the fucking. I can't even listen to my man. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, but like DeRozan, the one game I decided to watch last week, dude. It's uh, no well, King ruined it. So it's like we literally have to send up like our C string, you know, like our fucking like. They don't play unless we're getting blown out and there's two minutes left players because everybody else is gone. Everybody's been either has COVID or is exposed and they need to turn around a negative test or whatever the protocol is. It started with Caruso, Javante Green, and DeRozan. And then it's like Zach Zach just tested. Who's the other fucking? Like the whole team has COVID. It's like whatever. Just players 7 through 12. No, we're going to get blown out. We need our guys, dude. Um, But yeah, that's like. uh, They're fine. That's a problem. Like I watch every Bulls game. This like mean. It's, it's like like if the whole card got canceled on Saturday because everybody had COVID. It's like this is what my whole fucking week was leading up to was watching these events. Well, and now nobody can do it because they're well, all. That's exactly <laughs> the equivalent. No, it is. It is. My, it's like my the whole games, league. My games happen for two and Here's a half hours, team. two or three times a week. Your event happens for seven hours. This once is a like week. if everyone from Team Same Alpha time. had to pull out. Same amount of time. You know. Speaking of that, I just learned what that was, and it f- it completed a rhyme. I it's team it, alpha male. Yeah, uh, pardon my behavior. I got no control. Like I signed a waiver, down on my luck, couldn't buy a favor. Alpha Uriah male, favor. like Uriah favor. But I didn't know the reference to make. But alpha male is great. That's his team, right? That's yes. his fucking training yeah. camp or whatever. Yeah, that's his gym. Yeah, I didn't know that until literally this morning when I was researching. How do I fucking tie this rhyme together? Then there was some other stuff, trying to savor to, or the flavor. I tried to savor, time and labor. They didn't make the cut. Then I'll come in yeah. and be like, I'm a wide receiver. I'm going to answer like Frankie <laughs> Edgar, dancing like Banky Edwards. Except you're not going to come in because I already have a whole thing right there about Sigourney Weaver, so just don't even worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Uriah Faber. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, I'm a horny beaver. Nice. Um, here's a uh, a voicemail. Yeah, I just wanted to call to say fuck you both. Hell yeah. Fuck you both. Fuck you back, With buddy. Love, I'm super gay. Okay, bye. All right. Gay ass. All right, uh, next one. Let's see. Yeah, what's up, fags? I had to call back to also say fuck Malort. Malort is so gross. You Chicago fuckers are the most disgusting fuckers in this entire country. God. Fuck you. Where are you Fuck from? Fuck my lord. Hmm? Professing okay, your bye. sissyhood. Where are you from, sis? Over here, dog. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, the Zwack was not as bad as Malort. At least the Zwack had the, like, Both of them Jager are, like, bite. it's fun. It's, like, a fun level of foul. Yeah. Speaking of fun, should I pull up, like, another shot? I don't know. Are you supposed to? I mean, 
Are you a bitch? Are you trying to spend this the night? You <laughs> Are we going to drink a whole bottle of scotch? I've eaten like nothing today. I had two eggs. That was I brought it. an apple. That's more than nothing. But I, I didn't need like it, but I brought light. it. I think it was pretty. I had two eggs and a stale piece of bread. I had. I wish it were not stale. One leftover piece of the Parsons chicken from the other night. Smallest piece in the box, and that's it. Those are all the things I've had, and it's just one thing. My asshole. We hardly knew you because. He said Parsons, and just the mention of it is going to make it tighten up for tough duties again. Cheers. I'm sipping this one, though. Oh, thank like you a for- sophisticated gentleman. I, w- <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast. I, I had my head, I was like ca- throwing it back, and then you're like, I'm sipping. Yeah, no. And then I caught it, and I was like, me too, dude. I'm- <laughs> what, you think I'm going to shoot a fourth shot? Oh, yeah, the other day. Sipping it, too. Finally <laughs> happened. Uh, for months now. In this scamdemic, I've been, I just go, I'm a bandana guy when it comes to the mask thing. I don't wear my mask uh, anywhere and nowhere really enforces it. It's like one out of fucking 10 businesses might be like, sir, mask. And you just go, oh, my bad. And then you put it on. Uh, But I always just keep the bandana tucked in the waist. I keep it tucked. Keep the thang tucked. I keep the thang on me. Yeah. I keep it on me. And, uh... I always forget it's there though. And Saturday, I fucking I went to take a dump, and then I looked down and my bandana was in the shitty water. Oh, good. Screw your dumb bandana. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you went to a store and didn't put it on, and then a, like a gang affiliate called you on it because now gang you're gang affiliate. Now you're hanging gang colors. Hey, yo, motherfucker, you bang? Yeah, this happened to me before. one time. Yeah, I know you were wearing black and red. I was wearing all black with a a red cap. Yeah. And this guy, I was. Um, you don't going fear that at all. That on like a date with my just hanging the bandana is like to somebody means something else. Maybe I don't know. Could be. I was going on a date with my ex girlfriend, and it was we were going to a Cuban. Wouldn't that be place. hilarious if you're so anti the mask policy? It's like you don't need to wear these to like save lives, and then you get shot in a in a gang affiliation because you have a bandana hanging out of your pocket. But you would have never had have any anything style. to do with being anti mask. Even if I was well, you wouldn't mask, wear that. I still you, have it that's on your me. mask. You wouldn't be yeah, like I keep the thing on me, right? Because you I need a mask, tongue. and that's what you use. So it's the mask policy's fault. Right, but you could die from the not COVID of gang right. gunfire. Thanks, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like going to a. I was taking my girlfriend on a date, and the establishment was BYOB, and she wanted me to get a bottle of Prosecco. So that's why I was at the store. Uh, what are you telling a, me? Very non-gangster reason to stop at the store. Oh, that last And then time. this guy was like, hey, "Yo, you bang." Yeah, you saw the procession. Started calling me the M word. He said, "You want to bang?" <laughs> so, can I get some of that? Uh, but no, it's like can I get my pants, Mister. Uh, if you wear like all black and then one color, like a hat or like you know, that's a gang thing. A, a hat is not a color, by the way. That's but if a, you wear a, like all an, an all black outfit and then a, like a solid blue hat or a solid red hat yeah. or so on and so forth, I guess that's a gang thing, and that's what I was doing unknowingly. Um. But yeah, I was I was when I went to buy a new one the other day, they had like red and blue bandanas and then the black one. I'm a bla- I'm in a black and white phase. I only wear black and white now. Yeah. Except I am wearing a tie-dye shirt right now. But don't tell people. And uh so I wanted the black one. But it did go through my mind that the red one or the blue one, that could be trouble, bro. I don't want a red bandana hanging out of my waist. I know that. I don't want a blue bandana hanging out of my waist. I know that. I just saw like the rest of the colors on the color wheel. 
I don't want like, an orange he's bandana. He's going to do all of them. Waist, I, I can't that. even play the next question. I don't question. want a yellow bandana <laughs> hanging out of my waist. I know that. I don't want a teal <laughs> bandana. It's the two shoes. Hanging out of my waist. I know hey, that one. Hey, she hey, changes I was on. thinking myself, you know, looking at the uh, the lineup for uh, Every Time I Die's Christmas show this year in Buffalo. Look into it. You know, they got iced tea on the bill. And it's like a hardcore fest. And the last year that I went, Ghostface Killa opened up for Every Time I Die. I don't think Term wants to do Who it. Who is Every Time I Die? It sounds like that band we listened to a few weeks ago. I think it is. Who every said song hardcore fest. is like a sentence. Dude, put it on. Hold on. Wait, you know what? Let me let him finish. I know that you guys, I think you, you did play like a heavy show or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. Maybe I'm tripping. A heavy thinking, show? How sick would it be? Palmer Squares and Every Time I Die. I know you guys would fucking hate that shit, but like that's the two of my favorite things. If y'all can you, oh man. Anyway, y'all are gay. I'm gay. You love Tina's bike. And he gets out of there. You want to hear every time I die? Yeah, I just I just pulled the tab back. You up. can only die once, so I'm bothered. I'm bothered by this name. We did do this, right? This is a different band. This rules so far. Rudel do do doodle do rudel do do. It's always rudel do rudel do rudel do do. Ladies and gentlemen, off their 2021 album, Radical, here is Every Time I Die with Post Boredom. Brutal Doodle Doodle! Brutal <laughs> <laughs> <Riddle> Doodle! <laughs> this music does nothing for me! Yeah! So yeah, there's a festival somewhere with this band, and he says we should play it. Did you say a Christmas festival? I, I've missed a bunch of that. I've had four shots of scotch, mister. What is this guy asking? I don't know, dude. I'm not doing a good job of podcasting this week. Um, Another question? Hey, guys. I heard that... Uh, is your child King crying was in the background? Run it back. That was a child crying, bro, or like like gurgling. Quit Not if you count the gurgling noise. <laughs> to hey, call my shitty podcast. How old is your son or daughter? <laughs> hey guys, I heard that. Who's that whiny little bitch in the background? And if you really bend your ear, you can hear him going, "Shut the fuck up, you little brat! Shut the fuck up! I'm calling into my favorite corner right now! Shut the fuck up!" Let's hear it one more time. Hey guys, I heard that. This that's is 100% a crying child. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. I don't know if it's like like crying kids. Like, that's just one kids of them like, fake it. Little, like, Nine out of ten times, a crying child is yeah. faking. Could crying. have been a chicken or a rooster. Like, isn't that weird? Like, I, I see it in public all the time, and it's not my kid because I don't have a kid. I think. Yeah. And keep elaborating. But I idiot. can't help but like. Uh, <laughs> I see kids all the time in public when they're crying about nothing. Other people's kids, and not I, mine. And I like, I'm compelled. I want to be like, you little faker. You're faking it. The second you give them what they're what they want and they're crying over, they'll immediately like go back to being happy. Which that's not crying, right? Yeah, but they're kids, and they don't realize like anything they're little yet. Fucking fakers is what right. they are. That, but they don't know what a faker is, so that's just them. We, what yeah. do you mean they don't know what a faker is? 
is. It's the first thing a kid figures out is how to fake so monkey they can see. fucking lie and get things their it's way. Monkey see, monkey do. They see somebody get bent out of shape and it rewards. One time they cry and their mom does buy them a Twix bar. Now they know that crying equals Twix, so they do it for two years. You know, That's what kids do. They know. Yeah. They're manipulative little bastards. All right, let's get past the first one second of this. Let's get past this manipulative little bastard. Hey, guys. I heard that uh, Kim Congdon was hitting on the quote-unquote lead singer of the Palmer <laughs> Squares. And I was just curious who what is he was this? talking about. So. Who she was talking about? When did you hear this? When have you ever heard Acumental sing, first of all? <laughs> I might lead a lot of things in this operation, but it is not the singing. Got any remarks on that? Um, this is at the okay. Shut your kid up. Legionist Gangs Festival. So, thank you. Love hey, you guys. Dude, thank Bye. you for calling in when you're clearly like, uh, you know, doing right. two things at once. <laughs> Pop a tit in that kid's mouth before you call my show again. His, he's got his arm. You know, I picture like a cordless phone, like Mrs. Doubtfire in the mid '90s. Like you got your baby in one arm, you're on the phone, you're hustling and bustling. I gotta call the podcast, but I also gotta get the bottle in the kid's mouth. <laughs> Um, yeah, the lead singer of Palmer Square. Is there Squares. a kid a fucking chicken? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like a half cry. It's just like a... That's what kids sound like to me. Dinner. <laughs> um, yeah, term. Kids. Uh, I'm sorry. The other white meat. Lead singer of the Palmer Squares. Would you care to elaborate? What am I elaborating on? First of all, was Kim telling tales out of school? He heard that somewhere. I don't, I don't know where this feller heard such a thing. Somebody called you the lead singer of the Palmer Squares, and it was not me. But people dig me, you know? What can I say? I should have known that from, like, uh, I guess every episode we've ever done, Term refuses to, like, go into detail on anything. What, yeah. what, are, you, what are you talking about? It just said, I heard that Kim Congdon was hitting I on told the people th- off the bat next week about my pimply ass. Right. Well, you won't tell anything about this. I don't know what I'm supposed to tell. What do you say? <laughs> hey, guys. I heard that... Uh, <laughs> Kim Congdon was hitting on hitting the on quote unquote lead singer of the Palmer Squares, and I was just curious who she was talking about. So, got any remarks on that? Um, this is at the Legionist Games <laughs> Festival. So, thank you. I'm Love making you guys. fun Bye. of a baby right now. I feel terrible inside. That was the voicemail, by the way, for the second time. Uh, you know, it was me. I actually started singing a lot more recently. I really, you know, <clears throat> warmed up the pipes at Skankfest. But yeah, she was hitting on me. We actually hooked up. We, uh, she doesn't want me to say, but it was me. <laughs> it was me. We, uh, we have a thing going. I don't know what I'm supposed to elaborate on. It happened. I mean, I, I, you would want to tell my story for me. I so. failed to capitalize on the matter. And to this day, it taunts. It it haunts my life. <laughs> it haunts and taunts. <laughs> you mean my life? Like when you're me, I, it haunts your life right. because it was me and her that were. Um, I'm I'm the singer. I, I lead the singing. Me 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 me. Yeah, Kim was kind of flirting with Term at the Skankfest, but you know, right? Term's a good boyfriend, so he's like, peace, man. I'm. <laughs> Yeah. Term's so uncomfortable. Dude. Here's the next question. <laughs> Term's a cute boy. People know he's a cute boy. Hey, I was just wondering if you guys saw this video that's gaining steam. Um, you guys talk all the time about how things are perpetuating rapidly when it comes to just everybody's opinion about, about shit. Bro? Um, that was a lot of filler. And said nothing. There's a video 
with this college professor. Kind of like you when you're asked a, a question. A video that's picking up steam. <laughs> and he's, look. You might have seen this. You might have seen a video. It's the lady, uh, the, the, the woman. <laughs> we wrote a book. And he's about, like, gender fluidity or whatever. And he's trying right, to. dude. I'm sorry. We drank scotch. I can't get through a voicemail without really <laughs> knowing what's going on. You are saying a lot of words, but something about gender fluidity. So let me run it back. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry about this. There's a video with this college professor who wrote a book. And <laughs> he's about, like, gender fluidity or um, whatever. And he's trying to say wait. that. Um, I know what I, I know what this guy's going for, and I could do it in like in in fifteen seconds. Hey, did you guys hear about that college professor who wants people to stop referring to pedophiles as pedophiles and refer to them as the like? Um, You'd like, know what it is if you like let him finish. Childly attracted or whatever. You would have known. Mi- if you minorly let him. attracted people. or something. I'm going to take the side of the caller. No, in but this he's one. taking forever, <laughs> and he's dancing, tiptoeing around the issue. And you cut him off with like not the. He's probably saying is the what is it? What is it? I what cut is him it? off. <laughs> what is what, it? what he should have been saying? <laughs> what is it? What is it called? What is it? What is it? <laughs> On minors, and we need to start referring to them as minor minorly attracted people. people. Not minorly it? attractive people. Is that not that what that would say? be how you describe me? <laughs> it's minor attracted people. Do you have an article on this? Can you get your, some juice in your phone? Let's. Uh... Because he claims that it's not their choice to be attracted to children. And just because they are... Tra- How does the word pedophile incline... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, infer choice? Like, it, the, the, like all of that, it's, right? It's, they they it don't want to use the word pedophile. To, they want to use minor attracted... It's the same thing as, like, uh, don't use retard... Because for decades now, people have been using the word retard as an insult, even though retard is a scientifically accurate term. Yeah, it's a term in music as well. Pedophile slowing is a down scientifically the tempo. accurate term, but it's now it's there's a stigma. Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh, behind the word pedophilia, <laughs> and it's wrong. It's mean. We shouldn't be mean to the no. people that are raping kids. I think our stance on this is the same as on every issue. That's just like fucking you know language policing run amok. Is you know it's bullshit. It's these words exist to define a thing. Like a pedophile. There's like I, I don't battles, hear that word is, and be like, oh well, choice is inferred or it's it's not in, including. It's a, they're suggesting it's a choice. It's like no, a pedophile is somebody right. who is overage having sex or sexual relations of some sort with somebody underage. Like that has so choice doesn't even really come into it as well, far as I'm concerned. Like how, uh, by definition of the word, I've uh, I've watched specials. Um, Louis specials. Theroux did a great special a few years ago. I guess it was probably more than a few years ago at this point, but about uh, Louis Theroux a British documentarian and he did a, a one hour special on a pedophile prison where he spends like two weeks talking to the inmates and it, it, it is a great expose that does challenge the what I feel is like now a, a like a like almost cliche consensus of like kill all pedophiles There's people with like bumper stickers that are like kill all pedophiles and I do think it is like uh, like many things it's more complex of an issue and when you watch something like Louis Theroux's expose, it's like, yeah, some of these guys are like, uh, they hate the fact that, that that's their physical attraction. And right. there's one guy who's like full willing to like cut his dick and balls off so he can just be a member of society again. I saw it's Little like, Children. All right. Jackie O'Haley. Maybe Haley, this guy like doesn't name? deserve to be strung up in the streets. Like everyone's like, anyone who's attracted to a kid, string him up in the streets. Uh, maybe there, there are people who are like, you know, the come to terms with how, like how wrong their their physical attraction is or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's this like 
uh, in this like this professor's, I, I guess seemingly point of view is that like. Uh, it's the, a George Carlin bit. They think that changing the word is going to change the condition well, or the that, perception of the condition. And it's really not. It is the condition, which is that, you know, choice or no choice, it is wrong. It's illegal. You can't be, uh, you know, soliciting sex from minors. You know? that? Did I take what you were saying for 10 minutes and wrap it up a no, little bit? No, because it's like, they're, they're like pretending that there's this epidemic of like people who identify as pedophiles who are like hurt by the social stigma Sounds of like being that last called a baby. pedophile or something. And it's like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's a big issue. Like, choose your battles. This, this professor got fired over this at this point. Yeah. And it's like, you could have just shut up and not like tried to demand of society that we be nicer to pedophiles and call them something say, there's, else. There's really no reason to that's suggest more empathetic. we're being too hard on pedophiles. Like, so hard yeah, on I get, pedophiles. <laughs> got a hard on. I get him like get, losing his job if he's like, well, I've, I've got all First sorts of, all, of curriculum I could be teaching, but here's what I'm focusing on. It's the fact that the word pedophile is just like, these guys deserve a break. It's like, check his hard drive. This motherfucker is a pedophile. Right. College professor, my ass. He's grooming from middle school. Well, it's a dude lady. AP classes. Uh, She's grooming. So technically, I think that like re- referring to them as a him, it would be like our... Oh, fuck. Am I in trouble now? First offense. <laughs> first offense. Right. Second is like, uh, I guess, not giving the time of day to this this uh, pedophile stigma issue. Every time it comes up, it reminds me of the Mark Norman joke about like, it's just like, I'm so glad I'm not a pedophile because it's such a close line, you know, like... Uh, like I used to be when I was their age, I was attracted to young girls. Now I'm not attracted right. to people. And not, I used to like grape juice. Now I like wine, but I still like grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, could have been me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm not of the, uh, you know, kill all pedophiles. That wouldn't be my opinion that like they deserve death because they're so foul. I understand that it's like, I mean, some people like sucking toes and if, smelling if feet. It like, isn't me, but it's like, unfortunately their thing. If they're actively raping children, uh, with their pedophilia, <laughs> Well, then sure, maybe uh, we'll negotiate. I would feel less bad if they were dead, but it was still like they don't deserve death. They deserve like apprehension and like fucking whatever. Throw the book at them. You know, you don't deserve to just like be a vigilante murder necessarily. Again, nobody's really going to be crying in the streets <laughs> for the pedophile who gets his brain blown out Apparently, in any capacity. This, this professor, except this professor, be because he is one crying in their classroom. Yeah. Um, I think people are more comfortable with writing off. Uh, particular, like especially certain types of criminals, as like they're just monsters, and it's hard for people to face the reality that like no, they're that's a human. I'm not saying I just believe, like you're a human. I'm not saying I believe in the system either. That like correctional facilities are always going to be like on point, doing it you know correctly. But it's just like totally they should be awarded the effort. Like obviously they're going to be on probation and have some like eyes on them. Maybe need chaperones when they do certain things. But like you have to be able to like like give somebody whatever it is like if they do their time whatever the state or the system's fucking there ha- there shouldn't be like a, oh we decided you have to stay in here or like we're okay that, that somebody killed you and we wouldn't charge them or something because you did that thing back then well there's like, that guy who everybody uh, you know needs that it's on uh it was like caught on film there was a guy who like um his son's, I think it was like his son's karate teacher or something, like kidnapped him and was molesting him. Yeah. And then the police like found the guy and they got the kid and they returned the kid to the family. And then when they were, and the kid said openly that like the guy molested him and everything. And then when they were like transferring the guy, 
the the kid's dad like found out what airport he was going to be landing oh, that old at. Video? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he fucking pretended to be on the payphone. Yep. And then when they were walking him by, he like turns around and shoots the guy Here's in the, the fucking thing, head. I was, I was he got off. Trying to sound all righteous a minute ago, but he like, got off. I also, dude, I, I was I get mad at TV and I, and I say him kill him. But it's like I I understand that too. I'm just saying it's not like necessarily uh, just blanket statement not what they deserve to that guy that is absolutely what he deserved he well, fucking also, did like, that to my kid the dad getting off is like you can easily argue that this this dad is not like a fucking sociopathic killer who like everyone is now in danger if this guy is out walking the streets it's like he had there was one guy who he had a good reason to want to kill and he killed him right and that's it and now he's dead and the guy's not going to kill anybody else i get that you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like a case by case. Kyle Rittenhouse gets found innocent. It's like I, for you know, for many reasons, I get that. Uh, Jesse Smollett he, found he guilty. He killed a pedophile. <laughs> Jesse Smollett found guilty. I get that too. Yes, I do. Yes. I, sometimes it just makes sense. That was something where it's like I had my story of the fucking week, but it's like, what are you gonna say about it? Good. He's gonna try to appeal it, but like, I hope he loses again. And. uh Take that asshole out of here. What's interesting is the one count that he wasn't found guilty for. Which one was that? It's like the same as the other five. I don't understand Maybe why. Maybe it was found in like a redundant. Like, we'll, it we'll was do you this solid. This is like a two in one. They're all, we'll just give you five. They're all pretty stupid charges. I um, love it though. Like, and, and apparently like perjury will not be an added charge because he just goes up there and says, I didn't lie. Right. I didn't do that. And it's like, that's a crime. It's saying why that did he did. think that saying that he sucked the guy's dick who attacked him? Why did he think that was helping his case? Wait a minute. He said that? You didn't know this? I'm gay! So he took the stand and I he testified that, that one of the two brothers who he hired to attack him, he had met at a bar and the two of them wound up going to a bathhouse and jerking off together. And you're and saying, why did Jesse do that? They got high and they jerked off together. And I think he said he might have sucked his dick. Yeah, because he's gay. What, how does that help your case? <laughs> to mean, tell me that you blew the guy who attacked you. He just forgot. What I, was. I furthermore think that you paid a friend of yours to He's stage so, this attack. His whole brain's going all blowy on him. He doesn't know what's fact and lie anymore. Blowy on the guy. Like, He's like, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't make up a hoax. And then I did blow the guy. It's like, wait, fuck. Fuck, only one of those things was a Telling lie. me that you <laughs> sucked your attacker's dick does not... I don't know. I don't think that bodes well for your story. Yeah. That's all. Bones well. Um, I did not know that was part... He sucked one of those guys' dicks? Yeah. Or nice. maybe jacked them off. I don't know. Yeah. It was a hand. It was a hand. My ball. point is when he testified that I don't get how that's supposed to help your case. Um, but back to the whole fuck. Like, look, I don't recall anybody in that Louis Theroux uh, pedo documentary. I don't recall any of those pedos like complaining that people call us pedos Mm-mm. and the stigma seeking. is really hard They're for me. They're not seeking that freedom societally. No. The word free us from that cage of a word no i've I'm, and I, haven't i seen the louis theroux where it's the same thing but like for for like murderers and the mentally ill mm-hmm. that that commit Always a, a bunch violent of prison crime. ones those are like they're so moving they're, they're incredible wildly fascinating but it, it's like again pedophilia is one thing or whatever you want to call it but then there's all these people that like because there's a mental imbalance they do something that is wildly uncharacteristic of who you might say they like actually are but it's like almost out of their control they did it so there's the argument that it was in their control but you know 
mentally ill people, people well, with violent outbreaks, bipolar people, things like that. He goes and talks to them, and then it's so it's so hard to watch them try to reacclimate to society because he follows them out of the facilities and goes and like sees them try to adjust. It's like not Brooke, always. Well, I I watched it. Like there was one of them they follow specifically. Yeah, you know, obviously not all of them get out. But some do, and it's hard for them to readjust. I was going to say, like, fucking Brooks, you know, trying to work at the grocery right. store. It's just like, well, I don't know how to live in this world anymore, you know? Yeah. It's like, I wanted, I spent my whole time in the, the last world, world trying to leave. The world got itself in a big damn hurry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I guess he has, like, 30 more children. And just because they are attracted to children doesn't mean that they're going to act on those impulses. So just wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, look. I think it's fucking insane kind of like saying you know you're a narcissistic psychopath but as long as you don't murder anybody that's cool i mean uh, yeah that is like the tenets so, of yeah. freedom got. yeah even if i could prove that I was you're gonna say narcissistic <laughs> psychopath it's kind of too if close I could, to home for if me. i could prove you're a narcissistic psychopath that's legal to be yeah i'm not it's once on you it. kill a person then then that's a problem yeah um i do get like the whole Nobody chooses what gives them a boner, you know? That's that's not your choice. It's the same thing as fucking, you know, a gay dude doesn't doesn't choose to get a boner from a big, spread, hairy right. man ass. A straight woman doesn't choose what gives her a boner. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. I got it. Uh, well, I guess that's it. You got any more on boners or pedophilia? I think or I minorly did. minorly attractive people? I'm trying to think, though, for a second. Um, like, I recently watched, there's this uh, docu-series on Showtime by Morgan Spurlock called Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. And it's just seven episodes, each one devoted to one of the sins. And the gluttony one, they interview this fucking, like, 700-pound lady uh, who is dating this this dude who's like thinner than us. He's like a rail. And what gets him off is this big fat lady. And at first I'm like it's it's kind of nice, you know? I guess these two have their thing and they found each other and that's nice, I guess. It it's gross to me, but what I find gross, he likes and I guess that's beautiful. And then they keep talking and he's like uh, I just like, he's, he's basically saying that like, I like to get her stoned and then just keep feeding her and feeding man? her <laughs> and she, yeah, and she and so her asshole her. shut and she's like into it. She's like, I want to be the fattest entertainer on the planet. First of all, she's a fat chick who has a website with pictures of her. Yeah. I just want her to put my nuts, lingerie just my nuts and, and her fucking plentiful rolls. It's like, that's not an entertainer. There's a million people with say, their own website of them posing naked who look like shit. That doesn't make you an entertainer. Is that sin the gluttony or like I think that's he's just slowly m- murdering that lady. And that's where it was like it went from me <laughs> being He's a murderer like, but he has his uh, own method. I, I mean it's not my thing but y'all found each other and it's beautiful and then within a matter of minutes I'm like no this is gross. You both have chemical imbalances and you are willing to fucking stuff this woman with junk food until she dies because it fucking makes your dick hard. Like, yeah. this is disgusting. It went from, oh, to ew. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that always the case? Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody, to the TPS Reports podcast. Uh, I guess that's it. I guess that's good enough. Pedophilia and boners and fat chicks. Oh, my. We did it, you guys. We did it. It's been a wild year. A lot of MGK. 
A lot of Squidward testicles. Squidward testicles. <laughs> this is my like half-assed effort of like recapping an entire year. I forgot. Um, yeah, there's a lot of what did what did Jaden say? Jalen, Jaden, Jalen. Uh, all that stuff and more. Said that word. We he went likes and, word. We went and gone and done it now. Wait, there was more things from this year though. Um, are we trying to do a little yearly review right now? The TPS reports year I mean, review. We put no effort into this, and it's not going to go well. No. Uh, thanks, everybody. It's thanks like for one listening. thing this year, though. We toured somebody a little sent bit. Us, no, I mean from the show, though. Like Somebody sent us a thing. I mean, we got all these. I think this was all this year that we got all of these segment intros. You know? Yeah, we are like a well-oiled machine, though. I think somebody, and I'm sorry if I skipped it, buddy, but somebody... You know what? Fuck it. It's the end of the year ish. I'll find it. We got um, somebody about like um, doing. Uh, I thought it had something to do with. We got personalized shot glasses. Here it is, right? Yeah, let's see if this is it. It's uh, something to do with the the uh, the music. The stingers. What up, bag? First time caller, long time listener. Try not to say um at least once. You already did it. So uh-huh. the reason for my call said, um, is. Y'all have been letting people, you know, take a crack at your, your segments, you know, you know make crack. jingles and all that, you know. So, just so happens, I make beats and all that. Um, there's the one. There's the one. Um, That's all right, dude. So, I'd like to take a crack take at your... Three. Uh, there's two. Shit. Four. I'd like to take a crack at your your uh, your jingle. Five. Oh, uh, dude, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> Oh, damn it. <laughs> Should we take a shot for every home? Should we shoot anyway, some scotch? So I like to We're remix at six. your. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you suck. I'm bailing. Sorry. We got it. You want to be gay? Uh, now that works. <laughs> you want to be gay? Fine. No problem. And also, though. No. He said he wa- he makes beats and he wants to take a crack at like a segment production. Though. Swift crack. A swift crack at it. However, are you going to try and challenge one of the existing producers of the Obit, yeah, the Highly exactly Wreck, or the fan questions? Or are we going to work together on a new bit? Or is there a bit we're already doing that we don't even know that that the, the listeners might know and we should make production for? Uh, I'm just saying. We're going into a new year pretty soon. We want more, if we have a bit, if we do anything well or like consistently, uh, we should have the intro, the fan-created intro music. So um, I guess we just need a new bit and then you're batter up, dude. You know? Dude, that movie Pig fucking sucked, bro. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that like a shitty Nick Cage movie bit. And I like the kid from Hereditary. He was not that great either to me. No, he stunk. I was oh, like, I, I like this that. kid. Yeah. And he's Dude, he and was this, better in Jumanji. Stinks. Yeah, I didn't like him as that. First of all, it's like when, on, wasn't that Louis' show where his manager was like a child? Yeah. Or was that um Curb? That was Louis? It was Louis. It was like a 20-year-old kid. Who, right. That's what I felt like with him being like the the chauffeur, like the, the I'm in a suit, I'm a detective looking type. He's a kid. He looks young to me and Nick Cage is like in his nothing 70s. Nothing in that movie was like explained. <laughs> there was no character I gotta building. I got to be honest, I, they, they did more with it than I thought they could have. I was, was like, this. where are they taking this nonsense? all right scene and it's where they go to that restaurant and he has to see the chef and the yep. chef like recognizes him and then... Yeah, I was doing, guy, I was doing yoga during the whole guy's scene all too. Awkward. Wasn't even watching. That guy was decent, <laughs> and that was like the one decent scene because of that guy. Yeah, nothing happens. Nicholas Cage was the same fucking fat 
dumb looking Dude, outfit. If you're gonna the watch whole a movie. Nick Cage movie, watch never Primal. wipes. He's he like gets bloodied up within twenty minutes of the movie, and then the whole rest of the movie he never wipes any of the blood off of his face, and it goes like three more days. I thought that at least twice. I, I was like hated this. He movie. went to the the kid from Hereditary's house. The, right? Take a shower, you fat fuck. If I, <laughs> if I was bringing that guy into my home, what I, is a truffle? I would have insisted that you like, hey, here's a washcloth. He like, lays really, on the guy's couch. We're at one going point. to a five star restaurant. You should really clean the blood off your forehead. They've already established Hereditary kid as like fucking. He's got a nice car and he's really picky. Hey, Watch the car. And he's got a nice apartment. And they watch the thing. And then fucking bloody fat Nick Cage like lays on his couch. And he's not like, hey, bro, can you wipe your face off before you lay down on my leather face couch? Off, Nick Cage. Whoa. Noise. Um, yeah, Pig is not a good movie. That, that movie is not a highly sucks rec- my balls. I would recommend all of those. Like Color Out of Space, I would still recommend because it is. Honestly, like it had me in the first act. I was like, this is interesting. Where is this going? And then I only got on the train of Nick Cage is so hilariously like screamy valley girl. He just doesn't know how to act this like it's it's great. It's a it's it's so bad it's good. And then at the end is like, well, I'm glad I watched this movie because it it got bonkers and I uh, I appreciated the I don't even want to say CGI. I think they did like a practical effect on this crazy creature they make. Anyways, Adam Arkin stunk pig. No, thank you. God damn that movie God sucked. Damn it. Uh, well thanks for listening everybody i guess that's our year in review sort of we will have one more episode this year next week with some special guests right. but um thanks for listening y'all tps sports podcast at gmail.com 708-797-3079 how's about you give us some more stuff to work with in the new year <laughs> terms going out of town for a couple of weeks then it's going to be my birthday and then we're going to probably be back after that you know what i'm saying oh check this out just made reservations on my birthday we just talked about this first time. Fogo Fogey. To, Fogo. Woo! Yeah. Hell yeah. My dude. girl brought it up again. We were talking about Fogo de Chao, this restaurant, and you may have heard of it. Uh, like everyone I know has been to it, and it's like raving. You got to go there. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Never house been there. Where uh, you pay $50 for an unlimited plate, and then they give you a little token with a green side and a red side. Ooh, a little squid game. And as long as you leave it flipped to the green side, they just keep bringing you meat. <laughs> and then you flip it to the red side, and they leave you alone. You're yeah. like, all right, I got to eat this. I got to chill out for a while. And then you flip it back green, you bring in more meat. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, man. Yeah. The fucking lamb ribs. So I should just try Fantastic. all the meats. Is there any non-meat thing There's that a, is a, or a ignored that I should? garlic filet mignon. Is, but is there Woo! anything else? Like, did you ever have like Bacon a Bacon wrap, sprout? chicken wings. Oh, they do have a salad bar. Uh, it's it's a fucking awesome salad bar, right, and if cool. you pay like for the full experience, you get a, you get the salad bar. It's my birthday. We're going all the way in. Um, and then all they really bring you is uh, like polenta fries and these uh, like fried banana I'll do things. It. I don't usually eat like that. I pr- that's why I said I just had the tough shits. It was just I felt like it was just like yeah. There are no greens really right o- I, outside the salad. Bar. I have my body like. You know, it knows what to expect, and then if I take it way off the rails, like, hey, we're not doing any of that other shit. We're only doing one thing. Yeah, it's the purpose of this establishment I, is to yeah. eat six courses of red meat. I want to feel like a king. I want someone to, like, feed me a grape. Can it's you pay for a grape feeding? nuts. Yeah. Uh, did you get... Are you going to the one on downtown? Downtown. On, like, Adams? Whatever the downtown one is. Uh, yeah, man. The first time I went there is, like, also the factor of, like, there was... I, like, I passed... A guy eating out of a garbage can on my way here. God damn it, that's awesome. And now I'm in here, and it's like I'm fucking, I'm like Julius like Caesar. Yeah, I was going to say you're Jerry Seinfeld in first class. Dude, you know? it's crazy. <laughs> they just, there's an endless supply of delicious meats 
that they keep Th- bringing out. That's why out. the guy's in the trash. And they then fuckhead outside, doing. enjoy your trash, no, loser. He's, he's sucking off the marrow from last night's Fogo. <laughs> he's out there trying <laughs> to get the, <laughs> the leftovers. No, it's crazy. It is, it is like, uh, it's very enjoyable. It's the best. Uh, but dude, I feel great. I but feel great. You, you can get fucking taken from like, uh, if you dwell on the fact that this is like crazy first world indulgence. Yeah, I'm not going to eat like starving people outside. I might have like a banana. Outside. A banana. Like <laughs> outside. There's a starving guy right there. Hey, maybe I'll be a birthday, a righteous birthday boy and just bring a little leftover box and give it to the starving guy. <laughs> maybe not. You suck! And then I throw steak in his face. <laughs> Pick it up off the floor and then throw it in the garbage so he can't eat it. Um, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, see you in the new year. See you next week. You know what? Never mind. See you next week. Oh, um, here's some YouTube comments, you guys. We we can't end the year without seeing what the fine people of YouTube.com had to say about us. Let's let them recap our year, shall we? I guess. Yeah, dude. Uh, here, you know what? I did refresh it. This is good. First comment, it's on Meet the Snells. Uh, Jade, Marlon Jaden's favorite song. Meet the Smells. It says, more. Message received. Um... I will say just term. more. They said the word more. I, this is one of those. I was seriously going. This is the thing I was going to talk to you about right after this podcast. But as long as it didn't even come up, and I'm squeezing it in, there's this one take, right? Much like acknowledge, when we shot that, it had been sort of written for a year or two, and we have a one take now that has been sort of written for a year or two. I know that we haven't done yet. I feel you. And I, I have I mentioned recently that like I'm lo- scooping what you're pooping. My looking friend. back on it, I said how like I had some insecurities, how like my verse to me felt disorganized, wasn't <laughs> holding up. <laughs> Whatever. I've been sitting with it this week, rewriting the things that bother me and getting I thought this it was thing. Good. I, it's going to be even better. It's going to be even better. Yeah. I'll tell you now, that right now I am the one who's going to be insecure. No, about no, no, his no, verse. no. Your verse made me insecure because it's so good. So don't change it. <laughs> don't change it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know how early in the year, but I'll be I'll be really actually for reals ready to shoot that like in the oh, yeah. in the spring. It's a long time coming, folks. Like I wasn't thinking about it for a while, and now that I'm getting back to work, I'm like, all right, I'm the one holding this back. So more is coming. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, acknowledge. Hey, I just mentioned that video. I use YouTube Music app. And they have a 2021 music recap for me. It says I've listened to the Beach Squad for 2,551 minutes. That's a lot of minutes. I think I saw saw more minutes than that on those Spotify raps that people were tagging us in. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like some nerd who doesn't have Spotify trying to get in on the fun. (laughs) For Apple Music, that sounds like a rap thing. That's how you like uh, sneak this. A little backhanded for Apple Music. Yeah, that's a lot of minutes. I listened to a total of 38,000 minutes of music this year. I didn't even check it for mine, but my own. Anyways, I just, um, I just look at the squares. People listen to us, see if we're doing all right. I was Debate in, whether or not to post the screen grab and be like, oh, that's douchey. I was in the top 13th percentile of Spotify Willie listeners Nelson? in the U.S. For, for Willie Nelson? Just period of listeners in the U.S. Ah, damn. I am not. Uh, picturesque. I'm a real piece of shit. I'm going to kill the beat and dip. Term hurting them. That's right. Uh, <laughs> meet the Snells. <laughs> meet the Snells. Term only blinked two times during this verse. Fucking creepy. Cheers from Hungary. Nice. You, you were just there. Where the fuck were you at, bro? I was trying to get recognized. You didn't meet a guy named 
Gabor. You bitches. Gabor. Gabor. Better recognize. Um, no, I was. Um, dude, he counted your blinks. That's creepy. Don't go back to Hungary. Really would have made my trip <laughs> if I would have got one recognition. Nothing. Nobody yeah. loves you. No. But I had a mask on like a, a large amount of the time. Maybe oh, that dude, was that a, contradicts everything you maybe said. Maybe at like, some point, some dude was like, I think that's term, but it's, he's got a mask on. I don't know. I got recognized as acumenal wearing a mask earlier this year. I went to a restaurant to pick up a takeout order, ordered a burgers or whatever, and the guy working there, who I guess I had met in the past, but as a friend of like Rebel Legato, but he still spotted me. I had like a hood right. up and a fucking mask <sighs> on. He goes, acumenal? I was like, yo, dude, you're good. You're good. Um, acknowledge video. I, I often like to think that I'm, I've am i like changed and no. I'm maybe not recognizable at times with no. the mustache and everything. No. But yeah, I thought people, you meant like as a human. People really easily can recognize you. I was just watching the Seinfeld where um, Russell Dalripple is obsessed with Elaine <laughs> and Jerry wants her to come to the, the taping of the pilot episode of Jerry. So she goes and she wears like a blonde pixie wig and tries to make herself look different. And then a guy from college is like, Elaine, you look, you haven't changed a bit. It's like, even when you try and disguise yourself, it's like, you're still you. Are you caught up on the curbs yet or no? I am. I just watched yesterday. My HBO Max stopped working. (gasps) No. This is weird. No. So I get HBO Max through my internet provider, through my ATT. ATT. I don't like to say the ATT, and. HBO. I don't like to do the and. Anymore. MAX. I'm, I'm, I drop the TPS. and. TPS. So my ATT account has HBO Max included. And then I go on my HBO Max the other day, and it's like, uh, it says your your uh, your HBO Max has expired. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I don't recall there being any expiration. It's just part of my internet package. It wasn't like for a certain amount of time. It's just part of the thing. Tell me more. So I call ATT. And I sit on hold, and I'm waiting for a person. And then I get a person, and of course, it's some Indian lady. And she goes, Of course. Thank you for calling DirecTV. How may I help you? And I'm like, I called AT&T. Turns out they're like the same company. Threw me for a loop. This story <laughs> sucks. No, dude. but what's weird is, um, so I, I logged out of my HBO Max because it's not working. And I should have tr- never mentioned Curb. I could have moved on. I tried and Seinfeld. I was like, I'll tag that and we'll do the next fucking comment. So I try and log back in. And in order to log in, I always go with like, choose your provider, not like I know that. enter yeah, your email order. That. So I go to choose my provider, takes me to AT&T login. I put mm-hmm. in my AT&T account information. Yeah. And it logs me into the HBO Max of my old roommate, who moved out of our apartment and the internet bill used to be in his name and when he moved out we transferred into my name and now i put in my login information with my email address yeah and it logs me on to joey's hbo max wow i don't understand it so would you say but if they don't resolve this issue i'm watching joey's hbo max so you're still not resolved and like I called them. They said it's an, some issue that's happening with more than just me. And they said it should be fixed in a, in a few days. Okay. A simple wrong would have done just fine. but uh... Okay. But if they don't fix it, I'm just watching shit on Joey's account. I don't, don't tell care. Joey. <laughs> I don't even have his you guys, number. I, I met guys, him once. Don't tell Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching his HBO Max account. It makes no sense. He's not on the account. It's my email. And it logs me into his shit. Yeah. 
I went through like when oh, he moved out and we angry. transferred the AT and T ATT. Oh my god! You almost put an N in there. When we transferred it from his name to my, it took like I had to go through like four calls. Each one took upwards of an hour. That's insane. Like his name is always on this account. I Even got- when I pay the bill, it says thank you, Joey. We still have some uh, like one account where I, it's all changed, right? The money goes to us, but it still has, you know, his fuckface, fuckface that he is, Mister <laughs> Mister Fuckface. I think his fucking is, name is tag. It doesn't matter. It just and then it makes me not respond. Like I, I disregard right. it as important. I go, okay, if you don't know who you're talking to, then get the fuck out of my inbox. Right. <laughs> okay, we changed this. This is me now. You're talking no, to me now. I've gone through multiple like <laughs> more than an hour long calls with ATT. To try and get my old roommate's name off the fucking account, and this is my account now, and it's always somehow lingering there. But if you take anything away from this listener, it's just don't tell Joe. How does it log me into his? Don't tell him. <laughs> Has he been mooching HBO Max off my uh, account? Dude, this I'll whole give time? you my fucking log. It's like don't worry. I'm about just it. F- so confused. It's cool. <laughs> We're going to get through this together, man. Anyway. I'm your friend. I had to illegally obtain last night's curb because I can't log into HBO Max. Uh, so funny, dude. It's funny. Last I love, how, I love how Leon's catchphrase is just almost like becoming like tap that ass. Like it, it was always a thing he said. And now right. it like I, I, I hear it and I like it like uh, like he said it. Like he, oh, yeah. It, stack two images on top of each other. Tap that ass. You just throw tap that ass. <laughs> last week had uh, like one of my favorite things they've done in years. It's a, it's a great season. Uh, it is a great season. It is good. I like it a lot. So and far. I don't mean it to sound like I haven't enjoyed it in years, but it's definitely like I, I have like the a, old ones are better. As a to fan, me. I think that like they're doing they're pushing it a little too far. We talk about Dexter; they're not doing it good. It's like enough isn't dude. It's better than last Kerb, season. Yes, Curb is doing it even better than one of the previous I said, seasons. Um, I think it's funny. What as I notice about modern Curb compared to the old oh, ones, Tracy Ullman too. Is that is that who? She's great. She is amazing. But. <laughs> When you watch the, it's like uh, the difference between early seasons of Seinfeld, George Costanza, and later seasons of Seinfeld. Right. Uh, in the earlier seasons, he's kind of like a neurotic Woody Allen type, and then in the later ones, he's like this loudmouth weirdo. Um, and Larry, there's a there's a noticeable difference between the earlier seasons, and I think it's largely attributed to the fact that he's become a celebrity. The show's been on twenty years. It's crazy. And in that span. When when the show started, like that was part of the perp, like the point of the show was that like no one knows who Larry David is, uh, even though he created co-created one of the biggest sitcoms in history. Like people people don't know who this guy is, and now he's amassed this like celebrity. Uh, he's like a national treasure. And it shows kind of in the way he plays the character now. He has this like different, different he carries himself differently than in the earlier seasons. Yeah. And it, it makes the show a little different. Uh, Whatever it is, I'm liking it. But this season is an improvement, having said that. Uh, and last week there was a whole episode about like voting for like a local mayor or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he's in line waiting to vote and he's voting for fucking the blue guy or whatever and he's... He, he taps the guy in front of him in the line and asks who he's voting for, and he's voting for the red guy. And then he's just like, well, I'm voting for the blue guy. You're voting for the red guy. How about we both just get the hell out of here, and we'll cancel each other's votes out? And yeah, like, it's like, same as deal. voting. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. This is my favorite scene in a while. These guys are lyrical beasts, is another comment on the Acknowledge video. 
Um, don't meet tell, the Snells. Don't tell Joey. Don't tell Joey what we just talked about. Seriously, don't fucking tell him. Um, where can I see you guys on stage? Oh, I think we're back to where we were. I think that's all the com- let, let me let me make sure. It's been a slow week for the Palmer Squares YouTube account. Yeah, we're not doing anything there. Yeah, we only do four or five comments this week, you guys. Hey, happy 2021. Happy uh, fucking everything. Holidays, Christmas, New Year's. We'll see you next week. We got a little holiday treat for you. And then we're taking the holidays off. <laughs> um, it's a little preview of next week's treat. <laughs> it's a little preview of next week's treat. You want to be gay with me? No, oh, where's the... What? Let's go! <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, Yeah, stay tuned. Well... Thanks for listening, everybody. Fucking um, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Check it out. Like I said, I just rewrote a thing, and we should shoot that thing early in the new year, and then it's going right there on Patreon. Also, I don't know if you knew this, listeners, but Patreon subscribers get a merchandise discount. And we do have some new Ren and Stimpy shirts in two colors, cream and, and gray, and beanies, if I'm not mistaken. Beanies. Uh, we, we, do we, we still have the two CDs? Colors? We still have CDs, right? The vinyls are coming soon. No? Who the fuck listens to CDs anymore, bro? Uh, I don't know. Let's sell them. Sell them if they want them. For sure. Um, <laughs> no, we got we have beanies. We had black and pink. There might only be like one or two pink left, though. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we got CDs. We got posters. I, I temporarily took down the option for Planet of the Shapes posters. I think we're at the bottom of the barrel, guys. Yeah, because we're running low, and I think like all the ones we have left from years of just migrating from apartment to apartment and being yep. in my trunk, like all the ones we have left have like crumpled corners or like some sort of bend or. I've flaw. been sitting that thing we played earlier. And I with can't sell them in good conscience. Drew's consistently inconsistent breakdown. At some point, he said in it like, and that's where we still record the TPS home studio today. Like I've been sitting on that so long. That's not where we record anymore. <laughs> he sent this like a year old? ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a while, you guys. We're running low on some posters. We still have the fucking tour still leftover ones. And the tour leftovers from um, Texas. The right. ones with the fucking us as Texan blockheads, as well as the uh, Chicago Chop Shop show. So grab a poster. Affordability. Um, Square Tactics. We got the Finnas. Uh, if you want me to draw wieners here's what you're gonna do the finna posters are the quintessential if you want me to draw wieners on a poster that's the poster okay and we have so many finna posters it's okay finna posters got a lot left uh let term know if you want dicks and goofy shit drawn on them he might take that into consideration uh but just in general i'll do it there is a charge what is it 20 percent discount on patreon so go give us three dollars right on Patreon, and then order like a bunch of shit to where you save more than three, and then right. you're like helping us double, and yourself exactly. Um, and like I said, those vinyls, those liquid things, we keep mentioning. I swear to God, in 2022, they're uh, they're coming. I think um, somebody from Australia ordered a Ren and Simpy shirt the other day, mm-hmm. and it it won't let me print like a a packaging slip for it. I don't think we're allowed to ship to Australia right now. Australia's COVID? crazy. Is it because of COVID? Yeah, they're nuts. I said that joking like at first when it left my mouth, and I was like, no, it's got to be No, they're COVID. like putting people in camps. Jesus Christ. COVID camps? Um, yeah. So yeah, Australia peeps, the four of you listening, maybe. Man, are you going to get your you booster? You might not be able to order <laughs> merch for a Are minute. you getting your booster? 
<laughs> Don't I need something to get boosted from in the first place? Uh, yeah, that's why I said it. Um, we got yeah, a song no. coming out New Year's Eve, too. It's called Do As You Feel with uh, Wes Anderson. It's a very, like, you know, live instrumentation. It rocks, you right. motherfuckers. It's a right. jam, dude. Um, it was going to be the ending credit song for the French Dispatch, but we didn't finish it in time. Right. So he's yep. going he's gonna to put it in his next movie. Um... Yeah, so we do have one more song coming out at the end of the year. Uh, I'll try to I'll try to get a pre-save or something on that so you can keep an eye on it. But just mark my words. If we're not here for a podcast right before New Year's Eve, uh, we should be a feature on that song. Find it on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Get it. Listen to it. Um, hey, you want a winner acumental feature? I, I Instagrammed that I would maybe consider doing some features because uh, Term's going out of town again. And some people emailed me. And I'm chopping through the weeds to see if anybody's really serious about making some shit. I mean, so uh, DM me at Acumental if you want to get some heat on your beat. I've I, got, I've got like a month runway. I, I, I'm open for business also. I actually, yeah. well, this is always going to happen. I did that. I, that's another thing I'm going to show you after this episode, if we could ever finish. Uh, there is one or two folks that mentioned like, because I, I pitched that. I'd be like, here's what I'm doing. And then I'll use our rate to be like, well, this is how much you're saving if you just want to give me. And then other people are like, I'll do the full rate. So term, if, if you're into it, we're open for business. I got a couple leads for Whatever next Whatever acts uh, I got demanding, I'll, I'll do it for half. <laughs> 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 Come to me, bro. Um, but yeah. give me the scraps. I swear, though, I was like, I'm not doing much this year for the holidays, so I'm kind of like, I'm going to see my mom and all that. Dan, but. You're getting Dan you man boob, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to recycle that old shit on you. Uh, for real, though, if you want to uh, get a, a feature from us or slash me, either way, going into next year, I feel like we'll have the time. We're catching up on a lot of shit right now, and I'm just trying to keep my... This is productivity yeah, train moving. through my notes. Here's what you can get. <laughs> Term's going to give you the worst of his shit. Big dick, it'll make you queef. Big dick, it'll break your teeth. <laughs> so, $800. What do you want to talk about? Let's go. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, maybe we will do a couple of features. We're, we just promoted the one for New Year's Eve. That was honestly a lot of fun to record, this song with Wes. So, uh... Yeah, tag me if you're, if you're trying to get that affordability tip. And if you got a little more patience when Term gets back uh, in the new year, we could talk about doing some full TPS collabies in the spring. Try and make that cake. Uh, so, yeah, holler. You know the email. Um, and we did try to go get a um, P.O. box opened up before the ufc card but the line was really really long and we needed two forms of id we're gonna each. do it this week so i'll, I'll go back and uh right. first thing new year we will be presenting y'all with a new p.o box where you can we send are dying us for more farts stuff in jars no, no more i farts. am dying let's to do whiff somebody's fart let's just do a new thing covid farts <laughs> that's fine i was gonna say like like let them actually shit if you tested positive COVID for covid Cough into a jar and send it to our new P.O. box. Uh, first thing next year, we will announce what it is. Uh, disregard everything he said and don't do that. that. I'm 100. percent I will not let you uh, do that. I will break the jar and eat every piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh yeah, we do. We have a couple of shows in February, guys. Uh, February 9th. February. Tulsa, Oklahoma, on the 9th. Columbia, Missouri, on the 10th. Kansas City, Missouri on the 11th, and Omaha, Nebraska on the 12th of February. Yo, we are going to get some fucking barbecue. It's going to be wild, Let's go back guys. to Jack Stack. And I swear to God, we're talking about a little bit of a tour 
goal schedule thing for Palmer Squares right now going into next year. So stay tuned. Working on music, working on tour dates, and um, thanks for listening. Hmm. I suppose that's it, everybody. We love you. Shut this fucking beat up. It plays for 10 minutes. And um, here's something I wanted to end with this. Find the music video in the uh, description of the podcast. But this is by the homie Riggio. Feed Shuring. Feed Shuring. I said, like, I said it like I said. Riggio. Feed Lamana. Riggio Feed So I got my shoe in her snatch. <laughs> Dude, you just saved me from bipping it again. I was like, Feed Shuring. Riggio featuring YTM. It's called Mighty Man. And uh, you may recognize the videographer and editor of one Paul Araki Elliott. Nice. Um, the homie. We're going to get out of here like that this um, week. Who and, uh, I am I, I am currently tied with beating in him trivia. in movie trivia. Tied. One and I one. I think I'm beating him. You're one and one. I think I've whooped his ass. You're one and one. A bunch of and times. And honestly, you skated by on the last one because the Barbara oh Stanwyck, I fucked him on the answer, dude. We, it's a big thing. And Charles Oliveira held Dustin's glove. <laughs> I'm the winner, dude. I am the champion. <laughs> nah, dude. You, you should have tied, but you're one and one. Uh, maybe in the new year, we'll get Paul back on and do that. I hope so. I can't wait. I've been ready since first, first call. call. <laughs> Roll! All right, thanks for listening. This is Mighty Man by Riggio and YTM. And uh, we'll see you next week with some special guests on the TPS Sports Podcast. Smooches. Kill Whitey! Bodies land, ain't nobody playing. Let two shots off and nobody ran. It's why his body land on the floor and now his mommy print. Ain't nobody sin. None of them want no smoke. It's obvious who it probably is. Uh, hit the key of mighty man. He like I am on the block. It might get fight. Then they pistol fight. Ten. If he miss you, they might try again. That pistol might dead. He just hit him in his left arm and his right. Okay, okay. Try that man, he gon' take a chance He gon' tuck that heat off in his pants He don't do no friends He talk money, all he speak is bands He don't speak to them Come correct or you won't speak again He get the tweak and then uh, He gon' let that Ruger pop Let out two shots All that talking, he don't do a lot Cause he been through a lot Catch you slipping, he ain't tripping If you with your crew or not He'll shoot your homie too And see what you gon' do about it uh, If you try to run up 30 in his right hand Turn that man into salami Turn this chicken to some ham Acting like you finna fight is better off if you just win Why you thinking like a copy finna turn you into Okay, 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 okay Bodies land, ain't nobody playing Let two shots off and nobody ran It's why his body land On the floor and now his mommy print None of them want no smoke, it's obvious Who it probably is, uh Hit the key of mighty man, he like I am On the block, it might get fright Then that pistol fight, ten If he miss you, they might try again That pistol might dead He just hit him in his left arm and his right Okay, okay, okay Drop a low case, nigga, gonna type it in hey. Gonna get your boy, don't know who been hyping him so cold, nigga, I been nice and it Nigga thinkin' that he hard, nigga, he gon' die from it Hit a nigga up, then I got some stress it My nigga got the pack, I asked him what the price for it Oh, hell, nah, nigga, I can't wipe a bitch All up my bitches, I'm tryna hit all type of list Flow swap through the copy up there, he know what's up A cop pull up, two pistols poppin' out the front
talking that Okay, 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 okay Bodies, man, ain't nobody playing Let two shots off and nobody ran It's why it's body land On the phone and I as mommy print Ain't nobody saying None of them want no smoke It's obvious Who it probably is uh, You think he a mighty